It's June 19th and time for Social in Six. Today we have our very own Social Minds news to report, but more on that later as there are loads of social updates to get you up to speed with. We're breaking down the most important ones this week, including the end of Twitter circles, TikTok visual search and Pinterest premier spotlight ads. And if you find this episode helpful, then please let us know with a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Now, without further ado, let's get started. First up, it's going to be easier for smaller creators to make money through YouTube. YouTube has lowered the bar to entry of its YouTuber partner program, which means up-and-coming creators will have a better chance at quitting their day job. Where once creators needed at least 1,000 subscribers to apply, now the platform will only require an audience of 500. They also need to have uploaded three public videos in the last 90 days and earned either 3,000 watch hours in the last year or 3 million shorts views in the last three months before they needed either 4,000 watch hours or 10 million shorts views. Yeah, good news for the micro creators as joining the partner program under the lower bar will give new creators access to various fan funding features such as channel memberships, super chat, super thanks and loads more. The new eligibility criteria for the partner program applies first to creators in the US, UK, Canada, Taiwan and South Korea with other countries getting the same changes over time according to YouTube. Now over to Instagram who provided new details on how it ranks your posts. Yes, Adam Missouri took to Instagram's company blog to explain the platform in detail, including how it ranks various formats. He wrote that each part of the app, so feed, stories, explore, reels, and search, uses its own algorithm. For feed post ranking, Instagram uses signals based on factors like posts you've liked and engaged with. The most important signals are people's activity, so things like shares, likes, comments, and saves. For stories, viewing history is the most important signal, meaning if someone frequently views your stories, you'll always show near the front for them. For explore, the most important actions include likes, saves and shares, as well as information about the post like its location and the account's credentials. Finally, for reels, how active you are on the feature decides how much exposure you get, followed by someone's history of interacting with your account. It's always good to get the lowdown from the platforms themselves, and this is gold for social media managers. On feed, make sure to use call to actions in your posts or in reels to get followers to favorite your account. Make content shareable, think entertainment value over product sales and turn reels into useful resources by creating how-to guides or tips for product care. The more people share and save your posts, the more likely you are to reach others. Make sure to invest in feed posts and reels over stories for growth. Stories are more likely to only be seen by the select few that you engage with. And make sure to see if your account's eligible to appear in search or as a suggested account by going to account status in your settings. It's an absolute must if you want to get noticed by new accounts and non-followers. Next up, Twitter might consider removing its Circles feature. According to one of Elon Musk's interactions on Twitter, Circles could be the next feature to go. Circles lets you tweet to a specific group and share exclusive content, similar to how Instagram's close friends feature on Stories works. It only launched last year, but now Elon's appeared to endorse one user Emmett Shear's suggestion to remove it because Twitter's group chats effectively render it worthless. If you remember in 2021, Twitter experimented with a similar feature it called Facets, which let you set up different sub-profiles within a single Twitter account that users could interact with and follow separately, but there's no word yet on what the fate of Circles will be. Since its launch, Circles hasn't gained much traction and its usefulness for brands has been limited. However, if reintroduced, Facets holds potential for brands to engage with different audience sectors based on specific interests. 
For example, media brands creating content across varying sectors could set up a facet for each one, meaning followers would only see tweets about topics that they're interested in. We might also see Twitter contribute to the broader social trend of platforms enhancing the private messaging experience by improving existing group chats with new features. There's no surprise to see Twitter and Musk continue to tweet with the product, as has been the way continuously over the last 12 months. Next up, Instagram's reportedly developing an AI-powered chatbot. Generative AI is having its moment in the sun, so naturally Meta has seen fit to develop a product of its own to that end. Instagram's apparently looking at incorporating a chatbot into the app, as spotted by app developer Alessandro Paluzzi. Along with screenshots of the beta feature, he posted on Twitter that the chatbot will be able to answer questions, give advice, and even help you write direct messages. It also shows the option to choose from one of 30 AI personalities to assign to your chatbot, which reminds me of what Mark Zuckerberg said at the beginning of the year, that his team is developing AI personas that can help people in a variety of ways. Snapchat actually rolled out a similar feature in February that incorporates ChatGPT into the app. It appears as my AI and you can ask it questions and even include it in chats with your friends. It's worth saying Snap's version did face a bit of a backlash from users who called it creepy. And Instagram's yet to confirm whether it's working on such a feature. Even if it is, like everything that's in testing, there's always a chance that it might not make it past the development stage. But with interesting, powerful chatbots like ChatGPT showing no sign of letting up and platforms like Instagram always looking to add new features, there's a fair chance that it will begin testing the chatbot with a select group of users in the near future. Now on to TikTok, which is testing a new visual search option for shopping. TikTok remains determined to make shopping a hit on the app, and this latest very Pinterest-esque move is the latest step towards that goal. The new visual search option lets you discover similar products from a picture and shop them in TikTok shop. The feature is being tested right now in select markets outside the US, and it functions similar to image search on Google or Pinterest Lens tool. If we look to Asia and especially China on the local version of TikTok called Douyin, livestream commerce is now huge and it's the app's biggest income stream by a long way. It's now also seen solid in-app shopping growth in Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia and the Philippines, which is reflective of the more adaptive approach of Asian markets to online shopping and the diversification of social apps and usage. That represents a massive opportunity for TikTok, but it's really trying to crack the US and EU markets as means of providing more revenue share potential and expanding its usage in these regions as well. The issue is, as virtually every social app has now found out, Western users are simply not as open to live stream and in-stream purchase options. So TikTok will have to get creative to change these user behaviours. And finally, Pinterest expanded the launch of its Premiere Spotlight ads. That's right. After a few months in testing, Pinterest is rolling out Premier Spotlight ads to more advertisers in Australia, Canada, France, Germany, the UK and the US. Premier Spotlight ads essentially let you own the app's search tab with a video placement that takes up around 50% of the screen. You get this prime position for 24 hours and get to capture attention when pinners are in the consideration phase. When someone taps on the visit site CTA in the ad, they'll be then taken to your website, which opens natively in the Pinterest app. Now, elsewhere at Pinterest HQ, it's also launching a new travel catalogs ad option, which will let hotel and rental brands upload their full travel catalog, which Pinterest then transforms into dynamic product ads. They're served based on pinners' interests and are displayed in-stream, helping to connect you with hopeful travellers. As we always say, that consideration phase is potentially one of the most important phases of the consumer journey. The lead's already warm, so if you can hit those audience with a well-placed ad in Premiere Spotlight, this may be the tipping point for conversion. And it seems like it works, as brands have already reported higher view-through rates and completion using Premiere Spotlight than other ad placements in the past. 
right then, let's start with the hot topic of the month, two months. AI, Instagram. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Instagram are coming. Yeah, the AI-powered chatbot. What do you think? Well, yeah, it was always going to happen, wasn't it? Mm. AI is getting so much attention right now, but generative AI especially. Mm. I'm really intrigued by the idea that it's going to help you write direct messages. Slide into the DMs yeah. without trying. That's where it starts getting a bit inhumane, doesn't it? I mean, people are already using ChatGPT to help them write all sorts of things. It's just built in. But yeah, they thought that um, the Snapchat one was creepy, didn't they? People thought they, it was yeah. creepy. Yeah, creepy was a word they used. Yeah, because they felt it was too robotic, essentially. I mean, it is a robot. Well, that's, <laughs> that's my only issue at the minute. And I, I love love any advances and ai is a big one but i think like we called last year with the metaverse it's a little bit too early at the minute although ai is moving at probably five times the pace still not too sure if those essays you mentioned there on chat gpt are actually better than the essays that you could write as a copywriter for example no i've i've been playing with it so much and no, no i no. It takes me five times as long to get yeah. it to do something but you know what i think it is i think it's helpful for people who like that that that's not their job or specialism and that's mm-hmm. why they need a robot to help them whereas i'm prompting it i'm looking for something really specific back and when it doesn't give me exactly what i would do i'm getting annoyed by it yeah um, whereas most people get something back and they're like oh cool like that'll do but with the instagram one it interests me that they're going along the route of like a chatbot or writing help one when yeah. photoshop beta just came out have you tried that amazing amazing feels quality it's yeah. so incredible why would instagram not bring out something more to that effect because it's a visual platform like help people make cooler mm. content like that's more useful to me on instagram than you know write a better dm or talk to a robot in your dms yeah Yes, it does seem a strange way to go when you put it. If you writing captions, maybe, but again, you know, caption writing on Insta. I've I've always been a big fan of a huge caption, uh, as in like a, using it as a using text as well as the image as well. But yeah, it doesn't seem to have taken up as much, which is maybe a little bit of a niche. So if you do that, have a go. Yeah, it's DM, isn't it, at the minute? So interesting, but let's see where it goes. Um, as always, you know, things move quickly, especially AI things. So uh, yeah, could be chatting to the robots very soon. <laughs> let's talk about. TikTok, TikTok shop. Mm. Now, as you said, obviously it's really kicked off in the East, but so in the big. West, it's just not taking, but they're still trying. No one fancies it, do you? No. It's, uh, yeah, it's just so ingrained in culture uh, in the East. Um, as I mentioned, it's the biggest income stream on Doyen, which is their version of TikTok, essentially. So, I mean, it works. It's like really like, um, like first generation influencer marketing. Mm-hmm where it's like so transparent that this person's never used this product ever. They're just trying to sell it like through an affiliate link. Yeah. But, you know, we were conditioned to watching hour and a half long films and now we hate them and want to watch something that's three seconds long. So and I still love a great long film. So, well, let's see. Let's see where it goes. Vive le long form. Eve, do you remember I told you we had some big news? Yes. Well, just like Twitter circles coming to an end, it is the end of my time here and this will be my final episode on social minds i'm saying it like you didn't know this um but one for our listeners yeah this is the final uh podcasters cal and eve well i think our listeners will join me in saying that that we've been so happy to have you on social minds for the last like what year and a half nearly two years and yeah i'm sure they'll join me in saying that the value you've added to the show in the time that you've been on has been immense and we'll miss you I just want to say a massive thank you for the opportunity and uh, to every single person who's listened along the way. I know that the listening figures are at a record level, which I'm very proud of. And you both should be very proud of as well. And thank you every single person for listening. I hope we've added 
a lot of value out there. Um, do get DMs off a lot of people in social saying, you know, how helpful these episodes are. And to our guests, thank you so much from Twitter, Snapchat, Reddit, F1, Puma, Thursday Dating. I could go on and on and on. Ryanair, one of the personal favorites. Ridiculous caliber of guests. And I personally don't see another podcast out there that has a caliber of guests like this every other week. Um, and it's really a testament to to what you've, you've both built here. Uh, I've just been, uh, yeah, very proud to have played a part in that, a small part. Um, Eve, thank I'm you so much. I'm filling up here, Celine. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, just thank you so much for firstly the support uh, when I first jumped on the pod. I wasn't the most shy guy, but I just didn't really have a clue what I was doing. Um, kind of winging it a little bit in front of the mic and yeah, you made me feel so comfortable. Your professionalism and your knowledge is, is off the scale. And I don't know anyone who would do as good a job as you do. So thank you for everything. And producer Mike, um, sat over there quietly in the corner. Thanks so much for wiring up our mics, giving me number six every week, uh, doing all our sound checks and making us look good on the video edits, making us sound as, as good as we hopefully do. And it's been an absolute pleasure to, uh, to share the podcast with you. So thank you very much. Thank you to our listeners. and. I, should, I will do a mic drop, but it'll probably hurt your ears. So uh, I'll just say, <laughs> I'll just say thank you. Just because Cal's leaving doesn't mean you're allowed to go anywhere. Please come back in a few weeks when we'll return after a short break with lots more interview episodes, lots more of those fantastic guests that Cal was talking about, and of course, Social Insects. Six.